Hello, and welcome to the New Day Podcast, where we talk about life and how to deal with what it throws at you. I'm Ian here in Salt Lake City, a lifelong learner with a passion about communication technology and finding my zen. And with me today... I'm Angela. I'm a student of life. I've had many careers over the years, all of which has taught me a lot about people in life. Currently a stay-at-home mom and grandma, and a future college student. So today we're going to be talking about being honest and good to your word. Yeah, trustworthy, honest, good to your word. This was an interesting topic. It goes by a lot of different names. It does. Something that I'm actually surprised as we were looking at things, more people don't talk about it. Yeah, it it was really funny when I was looking into what I wanted to talk about on this topic, and we don't discuss it. It's just not something people bring up at all. People talk a lot about being genuine and Mm -hmm. authentic, but a huge piece of that, and we've covered that topic, very small portions. We have, Is being honest. Yes. And it comes in two phases. One, being honest with yourself, Mm -hmm. which we have talked about a lot. A lot, yes. And uh, we've gotten really good feedback about that. Oh, we have. I was a little surprised that (laughs) that is really seeming to be kind of a lightning rod for people to talk, but it makes me happy because that's why we're doing this. It is. And the feedback, especially last show, by the way, thank you to all the people who reached out. Holy cow. I <laughs> was, was really surprised. We, we woke up. We, we both woke up <laughs> to a really nice, wonderful message from Jerem. Yes. Down in Brazil. Jerem living in Brazil. <laughs> Thirsted. And he... He was wonderfully positive. He was. uh, About what we had discussed. And he shared some personal experiences that he could relate, which we won't share. But it was really great to see that we had related to some people on a level they needed us to, which is what we're trying to do. And I would encourage everyone, if you want to have conversations, if you want us to talk about anything, if there's something you want our take on, please reach out to us, whether that's... uh, Jerem did it over Facebook Messenger. He did. If you want to do it over Instagram, if mm-hmm. you want to do it even over email. So email, you can always email us at questions with an S at newday-podcast.com. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're most comfortable about. Right, and, and I had some people, and I think Ian, you had the same, that reached out to me personally mm-hmm. and reached out to Ian personally. And we, just so you know, we don't share that with each other. If you reach out to Ian, that's between you and Ian. If you reach out to me, it's between me and you. So please feel free. And we we love the feedback because it helps guide us in what we're we going to talk about. Yes. A lot of different ways that you can there look is. at this. This actually made me immediately think about a couple of books that I have read and videos that I've seen. Mm-hmm. First is if you, and, and you and I talked about it, I, you have not read this, but mm-hmm. if if you guys get a chance, and, and I'll put a link to this book, but it's called The Four Agreements. Mm-hmm. And it really, I, I think it took me about an hour and a half to read, yeah, maybe, maybe two long. hours. It's, it's a very small book, but simple but powerful concepts. And the first agreement, is, and the book is by Don Miguel Ruiz mm-hmm. uh, on that, and you need to be impeccable with your word. Yes, I agree with that. It brings up how that affects you and how it affects others. And first, I want you to really understand how it affects you. Yeah. When you're honest, and circling back to being honest with yourself, mm-hmm. is it is a challenge. Oh, it's a big challenge. It is extremely difficult. But when you start doing it... 
There's a lot of truth to that. There's a lot of times you just say something, do something, commit to something. There's so many levels there, but you don't realize when you're doing that that you're not being honest. I and think people sometimes confuse it with like trying to motivate themselves yeah, to be a particular way. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. I know that there's certain realizations I've had about myself mm-hmm. that I would love to say I can do it all. <laughs> it, it, I, if I tell myself uh, that enough, I can do it all, and therefore I'm going to paint a picture that others are going to see me, and right. they will see me in a particular light. Mm-hmm. But I've come to the realization I have to pick my battles. You do. I have to pick where I'm going to focus my energies. Yes. Now, can I sometimes add it? Yeah, I always have a little bit of... <laughs> I, I had a boss call it a pucker factor. Um, <laughs> I like that term. And it, it's funny because I use it for a lot of things. Can I pull from one area and give in another if I have to? Mm-hmm. And we we all do it, you know, whether it's fudging the numbers, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. You, you always have a little bit of wiggle room in there. I don't give myself so much that I know I'm going to go off the rails. <laughs> yeah, that's that's important. Easy to do. Yeah, very easy to do. There are certain points in a life where I, I think you get to where you're like, Ugh, you know, and you're going to rebel <laughs> against it. But that comes down to personality types mm-hmm. as well. That's true. With this being impeccable with your word, I think it paints a picture to yourself. And I don't mm-hmm. think people understand that the picture they're painting, because that really is going to affect how people treat you, mm-hmm. how they see you, and I think it's also going to change the type of people that you attract into your life. Yes, and I agree with that. I, I think a, a good definition of trustworthy I saw was being worthy of confidence. Yes. Others, in others and in yourself, being worthy of that. That's a, <laughs> There's so much to unpack there. I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves there. So, but Sure. With the self-confidence piece, we, we live in a world where it's fake it till you make it. There's so much truth to that. I have caught myself saying that because it's been a mantra for a lot of people for a long time. Mm -hmm. People can detect it. Oh, more so than you think they can. I think you don't believe that they can, but you definitely see it when people are doing that. I see it anyway. I know I do. I think people pick up on it a lot more than what some want to admit to. Mm -hmm. I think being trustworthy and honest is one of the most key components nowadays. It is. That you can build into that. So that's why we're talking about this now. Yes. We we wanted to kind of lay some groundwork for that topic. That's one thing I've always tried to pride myself on is if I say I'm going to do something, it's something my grandparents really instilled in me is, by God, I'm going to do it. It may not be pretty, it may not be perfect, but I'm going to do it. And see, I'm the same way now. I wasn't always that way. There's Mm -hmm. times I would definitely, especially in my younger years, try to make people feel good by committing to things just because I wanted to be that person that was there for everyone and I'm here to help and... But I was overcommitting myself and in turn was making myself look untrustworthy and undependable. You and I share the opinion that you need to only say yes to the things that A, mean something to you. Mm-hmm. Agreed. B, that you're going to do. Yeah, that's important. When you don't follow through on things, even if it's something little, oh, having yeah. lunch, Oh, yeah. Going to, I I know we get in the habit of, oh, well, you know, let's get together and do something. <laughs> That's a big one. Okay. A, that is insincere BS. It is. I, I'm going to well, call you. Well, let's make it happen soon. Oh, I, <laughs> if you say it more than two times, mm-hmm. it's and you not going to happen. It. Yeah. I, I've got news for you. And not only that, it really puts you in a poor light. 
It does. You look uh, not genuine. Look disingenuous. Really, I feel like I take people. I try to take people at their word. If they say, "Hey, let's get together. Let's go to dinner soon." I believe that we're going to do it. And then when it doesn't happen, I start to think, oh, well, my relationship with them isn't what I thought it was. And it makes me reevaluate who they are and who I am. I think it also sows a lot of self-doubt. It does. Because you start questioning, well, is it something I'm doing? Right. Did I do something wrong? Did I? <laughs> one, one thing I think I've seen both of us progress in, we are not afraid. I will relate it maybe to age, maturity, whatever we want it's to call it. Age. But I am not afraid to call people out on it anymore. I've kind of gotten there myself. I've had some people in the past say, well, God, that, that's really mean. And I'm like, it's, it's, mm. I'm not doing it because I'm trying to be mean. I'm doing it because, A, I care. Right. B, I don't have time to dance around this. Something I've really struggled with <laughs> in my professional career, in this lovely state of Utah that we're in. Yes. <laughs> people have a hard time with just saying how they feel. There's very a and lot of truth to that. You can do that without being hurtful. Oh, of course. You can do it with. Uh, there's another book that if and, and I'll put a link to it uh, across the board. But radical candor, I've come across a lot in my classes, especially my business classes this term. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Where feedback is a critical part of life. It is, and actually, when bringing that up, that is actually one direction I went when I was looking mm -hmm. this up is. You need feedback from people to know if you're being genuine, honest, trustworthy. I mean, if, if you don't tell me that, hey, every time you say let's go to lunch and you don't commit, it hurts my feelings. You know, if people tell me that, I'm going to be like, oh, my gosh, I didn't realize it. And I'm going to try to fix it or I'm just going to say, well, honestly, I just don't have time. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to make that relationship more honest. Even to the point where I will tell people I would love to but it's going to be two, right. three months out. Yeah, and and that's okay. You're being honest. I'd rather somebody say that. And I said, okay, I'll hit you up in a couple months. Cool. You know, yeah, let's great. let's try and put it on the books down the road. I have some great friends that they they will know who they are, but <laughs> uh, when when they listen to this, but they will they're they're the ones that oh yeah we should do this and this and this and this and that. that's that's great. But I'll be honest, I don't believe it. Ninety nine percent of the time, I'm that's like true. I'll be lucky if you show up one percent. Yeah. Just because I know you're doing the niceties. You're placating me. You're it making is. me feel good. And stop. <laughs> I don't need that. No. And and maybe, again, we'll go back to maybe there's some maturity in that. Because when you're younger, I think you want to feel that that's going to happen. And as you get older, you realize, you know what? Maybe it's not. Maybe it is. And that's okay. Just be honest with me about it. It's fine. I'll it be okay. It really is okay. But that Radical Candor book, uh, Kim Scott... She's worked at Google. She worked at a lot of tech places. Mm -hmm. I think she even came and spoke at the Silicon Slopes a couple years ago, if I remember right. I, yes. She's, it's a fascinating concept because she puts it into a diagram, very simple diagram mm -hmm. of are you doing, are, are you sharing information because you care personally? Mm -hmm. And you can do that mm -hmm. in, in being honest. Yes, you, you, you can. You can care personally. But then the other part of it is are you challenging directly? And yes. this is where I find people that I run into the most struggle with it, is they view it as if I approach you directly about something, mm -hmm. you're doing it to be mean. It's a personal attack. It is. It is personal in that I care and I want either the behavior to change or I want something to be done 
the biggest thing in school I find people struggle with. And granted, <laughs> I'm in classes with a lot of very young people. True. I, I'm the, the old sage. Found with an instructor I had last term, he, he would always really put this flowery, buttery, you know, well, <laughs> when, we, when we discuss this, you know, this is meant to make you better. And yeah. he, he would try and mince words, I guess is the best <laughs> term. I would say, okay, here's the deal. We are, we're not doing criticism. Right. Which we kind of are. I'm like, we're doing this as a critique. A critique is part of the feedback process. We're doing this to try and make ourselves better. We can't get better if we don't recognize what we're weak at. <laughs> There's a, a saying from uh, Top Gun. Mm-hmm. We can stand here and be honest with each other. Or I can blow sunshine up your ass all day. Yeah. And excuse the language, but there's some truth to that. I don't want you blowing sunshine up my ass all day. Okay. No. I want you to be honest with me. I get more out of the honest feedback than I do the placating feedback. Now, we have not always been here. We've been long enough to know oh, that yeah. you and I, I would much <laughs> rather have the flowery prettiness. <laughs> there was a time for sure. And yes, there may be times I, I have a manager that he looks at me whenever he tells me something and he's just like, I can tell by your face you're upset. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm not happy, but I'm like, I'm also, this look is me processing. Right. How do I change that behavior? Right. And it's funny because his immediate reaction is, well, well, don't get upset. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. not getting upset. I'm trying to figure out how to make it work. Yes. I know not everybody feels that way. Mm-hmm. I know not everybody wants to hear the negative that they're doing. They just want to hear they're doing everything right. And more power to you, honey, if you are, but most people aren't. It's not going to make you better. No, it's not. Hearing you're perfect all the time is just going to make you continue the behaviors that are making people not view you as genuine, trustworthy, and honest. So, If you find people constantly are not wanting to be around you, mm-hmm. I, obviously it could be for a lot of reasons, but I want you to really take that analysis of, am I being honest with myself? Right. And then the second part of that, we'll get into this in a minute, is <laughs> am I being honest with others? Yes. And it's really, really tough to separate those out. It's ooh, really because hard. Because it's such a fine line as to where... Right. Because quite frankly, if you're not being honest with yourself, you're not being honest with others. That's true. 100% true. And if you're not being honest with others, are you being honest with I, it, It's this <laughs> delicate balance that you have to strike. Now, I'm not trying to profess that I am perfect at this. I'm so I'm still learning. (laughs) I I am still evolving in this. Kim Scott, if you get a chance, she has a couple of videos out there. And and that's how I first found her was I had a professor share a video of her Mm -hmm. speaking. And she she shares this story of she was training. She just got a new puppy. And she was in, it sounded like a bigger city, so I don't know if San Francisco, New York, wherever, but she was at a stoplight and the dog kept pulling and almost walked in front of a taxi. Oh, wow. A guy next to her just yells at the dog and is, is like, sit, and the dog sits down. He's like, look, lady, if you don't teach this dog how to behave, right, you're going to kill it. And of course, that scared her. And he's like, I can tell you love this dog. Right. Connected because he recognized my passion for the dog. I mean, I, I'm a dog lover. Got two very large <laughs> dogs. Six years into this and still working on listening. Very strong It's an willed. ongoing process. Uh, yes, it is. He, as he walked away from her, he goes, it's not mean, it's clear. Yes, can you be 
overly direct, yes, that goes into, mm-hmm. Kim calls it uh, aggressively obnoxious or obnoxiously <laughs> aggressive, I can't remember which way. It's true. Are you doing it just to be an ass? And some people are. And and there's a lot of people that are. I know a lot of people that just sit there and they're just looking to make a point and to hurt somebody. Yeah. And in this day and age of social media. Easy I to do feel, and hide. I feel that that's more prevalent than ever because mm-hmm. people are just sitting behind their keyboard and they are looking for an opportunity to critique and point the finger and be mean and be ruthless. And, you know, there's just no value in that. There's, there's zero. There is very little value in that. Now, am I sharing something with someone because I care? Usually. Usually, I usually yeah. want something to happen. I, I work in a lot of group projects, whether it's school, whether it's work. I usually work in group settings, and I hate group projects. <laughs> I hate them with a passion. Now, the sad part is I'm good at these group projects. Because you do all the work? Guilty. <laughs> My son Alex will, would share that same hating group projects to do all the work. He was ready to be so done with people at the end. It, it's sad, but it's life. Mm-hmm. I would love to say that everybody pitches in because in a work environment, I would love to say that. Now, I I find people fall into three categories. The worker bees, mm-hmm. the ones that will contribute some, mm-hmm. but it's only when you're... But they won't take the lead. Yes. Yeah. And then you've got ones that, well, I'm just going to ride the train and see what happens. I'm just going to stand back here and see what you guys do. And then I can say, well, you know, if it goes bad, then I didn't have any input on that. They did it without me. Had a group project where I went and filmed Radio Ronin Mm -hmm. and what they were doing. And I had one teammate. Mm -hmm. He jumped in and, man, he was right there with me recording. He helped editing. He was very (laughs) interactive. We worked up until the last minute submitting this project. Had another team member didn't show up That's and then was going to be late. And I was like, nope, if you're not on time, you're not coming. Right. And then it was, well, okay, I'll make it up in this and I'll help here because this is where I really shine. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. I was out of town. If you need anything before this date, you need to let me know. Otherwise, the rest is on you. Okay. Of course we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, on this trip, I come back, nothing had been done. Of course. And on the last day, I had already started putting together my vision Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, well, you know, no, I did this. And I open it up because I'm like, oh, yes, fantastic. Three <laughs> minutes worth of work. <laughs> that is not contributing. Well, and right there, you found out that she wasn't a trustworthy person. It was your first interaction with them, and they committed, didn't follow through. And now your opinion of that person is they're not very honest or trustworthy, and I don't want to work with them again. I had to submit an evaluation. That was a big chunk of the grade was an evaluation on others. And I was like, look, this is what I did. I did this, 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 this. Not because I was bragging, but this is what I did. This is what I did. This is what Nathan did. Hi, Nathan. (laughs) He listens. He he was fantastic because he helped with every step along the way. And he was always constantly, well, well, how can I help you? How can I? Mm -hmm. But because I was just like, it's quicker if I just do it (laughs) than if I try and guide you through it. And then I had the other person that I was painfully honest. I'd already talked to the instructor about it. I'm like, look, I haven't heard this person in three weeks. Not responded to one text message. And that's what you should have. You were honest. You were forthright. And that's on them. And the only reason (laughs) that that person responded eventually was because I finally sent an email and put the instructor on it. Trustworthiness and honesty is a quality that most relationships are built on. From professional, personal, whatever, they're, they're built on it. And there are health benefits 
to being honest okay. and trustworthy. Now, I don't think most people would think that. When I think they associate that. the mental health, mm-hmm. but not right, other but not parts. Right, not the other parts. Um, let's do, it improves your well-being. You're not worried about what lie you told this person. What did you tell them this was going to happen? You're not stressing. You're not worried because you were genuine and you were true to what you need to do. You didn't commit to something that you don't have time for, so you're stressing about when am I going to find time for this. Stress is a huge piece. (laughs) I don't think people understand how much stress they create for themselves Mm -hmm. in this process. (laughs) You do. And that's why I'm saying there's health benefits to it. Um, It strengthens your relationships completely if you're just honest. Mm -hmm. People know who you are, you're forthright, and I feel the best relationships I have are the ones where I'm genuine, honest, and true to who I am. I don't care if it's a friendship. I don't care if mm-hmm. it is a a spousal relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if it is a co-working relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, Honesty matters. It does matter. I think it sharpens your self-awareness a mm-hmm. little bit about who you are and who you're portraying to the world, which will take back to that being genuine. And the and the confidence part. Yeah. It, it can uh, strengthen resolves in time of doubt. If there's doubt about something and you're a dishonest person, you're probably going to be doubted when you might be that one time where you're actually being honest. I'll relate a little funny story and my husband's going to roll his eyes. Is that honest? uh, Yeah, it is. (laughs) This is a learned behavior I learned growing up, but I I tend to lie to Chris a little bit about how much I spend on things because he freaks out about money. That's okay. And I really shouldn't lie to him about it, but I bought an item and I didn't pay very much for this item. And I'm not going to say what the item is. Ian knows he's laughing at me right now. And my husband saw the item and he goes, Oh, how much did that send me back? Hundreds of dollars. And he was really upset. And I said, no, it was $17. And he's like, Oh, well, I don't believe you. And you know why he didn't believe me? Not because he didn't just wanted to be mean, but I usually lie to him about how much something costs. So I showed him how much it cost and he was kind of felt bad, but that's on me for mm-hmm. being the person that lied to him about what things cost. If I hadn't, he wouldn't have doubted me. I guess that was my little kind of funny example. And I'm sure most couples do the same thing. I think it's, I think it's a learned behavior. As you were saying, growing it is, up, yeah. it was, it's learned behavior because at the time, Mm-hmm. You do what you need to do to make your spouse happy. You do. No matter what side of the fence <laughs> you're on, no matter what the relationship true. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that when you're more honest with people and you're just trustworthy, you're aligning your behaviors with your values. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for whatever reason, I mean, religion, personal, professional, however you want to make that work. It's just the health benefits of just being honest and genuine are there, I promise you, I it's a something I've really focused on working on this year because I feel like it's the biggest thing that comes between me and Chris is both of us tell those little white lies and we don't do it to be keeping things from each other. It's more just we want to make the other one happy. Mm-hmm. And then when we do tell the truth, it gets hurtful because we've been doing those little white lies. Well, not only that, you have to go back Mm -hmm. right so it's not only are you correcting right you know you're you're not addressing the issue but now i've got to address three four five Mm -hmm. six seven issues and that needle is having to swing (laughs) a lot more than it should exactly this is definitely something i've been working on is being more genuine and trustworthy like i am not going to commit to doing something if i'm just not going to do it and i feel like uh, i'll go into another example as a parent grandparent your kids learn to trust you based on promises you make okay um 
hey, if you do this, we'll go to the store and I'll buy you a treat. But then you put it off and you don't take him to the store to get the treat. Oh, I'll get you next time. Well, what are the kids learning? Well, she says it's going to happen, but it doesn't happen. So why should I be good? And Same. that becomes a behavior exactly. that they, that they learn exactly. The and it's one I've really tried. Um, discipline. Mm-hmm. Don't make a threat. Like okay, for, to your kids. Like if you do that again, I'm putting you in timeout. And then they do it again, and you just don't want to deal with the timeout tantrum, so you just don't do it. Well, what did they learn? They learned that you know what. I could do it as many times as I want. She's not going to do anything about it. It just, it, there's so many levels to this in your life where if you're just honest and say what you mean, mean what you say, you're going to be better off for it in, in the long run. In school projects uh, that I have done, as well as work projects, whenever there is feedback listed, I'm like, I see this, this, this. And there's people that get upset about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there will. Uh, In relationships, I've had people, my absolute best friend, she, because she will sit there and she's, oh, I I love that you're always so honest with me. And I'm like, A, I don't have the time (laughs) for the sunshine, shall we say. I really don't also have that energy. And that's that Mm well-being part you're talking about. I don't have the energy to invest in that. Right. We've, We've talked in the past. I I know I don't, I know most people don't have the mental energy, the emotional energy to remember all the lies along oh the way. Oh my gosh, you don't. Well, especially the older I get, man, my brain, <laughs> I can't remember it all. If I don't lie about it, then I'll have I to have think. a hard enough time remembering what really happened, <laughs> let alone what truth exactly. I may have told you down the road. Exactly. So yeah, there's just a lot of health benefits to it. And I just don't think people view it that way. And yes, you could say some of those are mental, but honestly, stress impacts every part of your life from stress eating to being sick to your stomach and headaches. And it's just, there's health benefits to being honest and seems kind of silly, but that was something that I really profoundly hit me. Sure. And that's why I've been working on it. It's like, I just don't want that stress anymore. I don't want to worry about it anymore. I don't blame you. So see, Chris, I am working on that. <laughs> <laughs> he is too because we both do it it's i a, it's i think <laughs> it's i think it's an ongoing process i think we have to have that ability to be honest with ourselves say this is where i'm at in my journey mm-hmm. yeah. we, we throw out weekly challenges and, and part of it some of it's to be fun some of it's to be interactive right but it really is i want you to start progressing down and yeah. in a path and part of it is, I know you and I have both been down these paths we have. through different means, but I've seen great results for both of us oh, yeah, definitely. through this. Oh, yeah. I mean, both of us definitely have gotten a lot out of this. So so what what else did you find in yours? Jeez, there was so much. I mean, if you looked I, at all the pages, I've got like six pages of stuff. That I, so I guess another part I would discuss is um, empathy. In relationship to trustworthiness and honesty. That was an interesting one for me when I came across it. But by empathy, I mean when you lie to someone or commit to something and then don't follow through on something that's important to them, you're going to damage that relationship. I don't know that a lot of people realize how much it actually impacts another person. Mm -hmm. I know I don't always understand where the other person's at, why right. why they value what they value. I'm trying to be better, and this is something I'm really working on. <laughs> of, Me too. And, and I actually got it from my instructor, Craig Worth, who mm-hmm. is, I mean, he's been in the news industry for 50 years. Yeah. Always follow up with the question, why? 
So yeah. you'll, you'll ask something, they'll give you an answer rather than just moving down through the sequence of what you think mm -hmm. it should be. Always kind of go back and go, why? Usually about the second or third time you ask why, it, it's not making you sound like a two-year-old like you might think, <laughs> you know, why, why, why? <laughs> why is that? Why does it make you feel that way? Why? Right. Help me explain, help me understand or, right. or explain to me how this is just so I have a better frame reference. And I think if you add those other things on there, so they understand that you're looking for that understanding, mm -hmm. you are coming out of a place of honest interest. Yeah. That's where that empathy piece comes in there. Yeah. And see, you know, I'm going on 31 years of marriage. Okay. Um, it's not been perfect. We're not perfect people and neither one of us would claim to be, but there's a lot of times when I commit to do even just little small things for my husband and don't follow through. And it really hurts him and bothers him that I didn't and vice versa. He commits to, Oh, I'll get this done. I'll get this done. And it doesn't get done. And it hurts my feelings because he didn't understand how important that was to me for that to be done. And that's where the empathy thing comes into play. And the why, like you just said, why is this so important to this person? I need to understand that. I need to ask the question, you know, is this is something you really need me to do right away? Does it mean something? I mean, the empathy part was not something I had really considered. I don't think a lot of us do. I don't think a lot of us take that other, that that empathy component into right. factoring things out as we move. And and part of that is too, this is just not a topic people discuss. <laughs> no, I, I really was amazed how little there is. The thing is, what little I did find actually was about the four agreements. Yeah. And it was people too, just paraphrasing right <laughs> the being impeccable with your word. Yeah. And I would much rather be known as a person that is honest with someone mm -hmm. than someone that just sits there and becomes a bobblehead of yes, okay, yes, yes okay. uh-huh, yes. A, a That's people, great. A people pleaser. Yes. Yeah. And you, you, can, you can be, this has been a tough subject for me to teach to my He's going to be 15 Tuesday. Happy birthday, Aiden. Feels like he has to be brutally honest all the time because we've taught him to be honest. Now, that's a fine line. Let's say somebody is bought a new dress and it just makes them look like a fat. Let's just yeah. say fat. It just doesn't look good on them. It's not flattering. And they say, hey, what do you think of my new dress? Now, do you say that makes you look fat? Does that make you look horrible? Or do you just say, you know, I don't think that looks as good on you as some of the other clothes you own. Mm -hmm. I'm still being honest. I'm just not being painfully, brutally honest. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's a fine line that people don't understand. I think you either fall to one side or the other. You're either a brutally honest person or you're a, I don't want to hurt their feelings person. And you can find middle ground there. There is middle ground. There, There is. I've struggled with that a lot. I had mm -hmm. a manager several years ago. I was up for a, a promotion and I didn't get it. And he called me and he's like, it's because you are too aggressive in your mm -hmm. calling people out. And I laughed and I said, well, I would much, I, I would rather be damned for being <laughs> honest than have I tempered it a little. Yeah, I, I've tried to put you have to, to a some little extent. bit, I, I try to get a little bit more of the why on their end. Right. I try and understand them a little bit better. I try to also paint a picture of why maybe something's urgent. That's a fine line too. It's it's tough because what you val value as urgent may not be the same thing exactly. as me. I, I fluctuate a little bit. Mm -hmm. I I have a manager that he very much is same 
It's like, just get it done. Yeah. Don't make an excuse. Just get it done. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're both type A, get it off your plate <laughs> type people. We had a conversation where he goes, you're, you're starting to push. And I was like, I just, I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand the whole. Yeah. And part of it was just somebody was being inherently dishonest mm. and, and hidden motives. And that stuff just drives me crazy. <laughs> it, it really does. It just irritates me a lot. And. Okay, so I pulled back a little bit on it. They're happier. I'm not as happy, but also right. I'm like, eh, it's really not worth the mental energy. <laughs> it's not to do that. You and Chris, I I've known you guys a lot of years. <laughs> scary sometimes how long I, I've known at this point. I have seen a progression where I I would say you two are happier. Mm, definitely. I I, <laughs> I I think maybe it's you've hit that point of well, it's not worth getting somebody else. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I'm done dating, so I got to make this one work. <laughs> you, you you see what I go through, and I think it scares you. It does. So. It's like nope, I'm staying right here. <laughs> oh, this is a lot tougher than it used to be. What what else have you found as you went through this? Because I'm like you, I didn't find a lot, and and it really surprised me. The, yeah, the being impeccable yeah. with your word, I, I appreciate it. And it because I went through and listened to just a little quick summation. Somebody did like three minutes of just that one topic. And it just, it made me smile because it's like, these are age old concepts. And it's funny how we right. always treat them like, this is all new. This <laughs> is so different. Brand new information. And it is brand new <laughs> to you, but it's tried and true. Well, I guess some of the things, and this will kind of circle back, but some of the risks and stuff that happens when you are an untrustworthy person, high stress level, mm -hmm. low energy, you just don't have the energy for it. You don't want to deal with it. You don't want to deal with the fallback of it. So you have that low energy factor and you just, it impacts a lot of what you do. Um, you kind of meaningless relationships because they're built on lies and it's built on platitudes and making them feel good about who they are as a person when you don't really believe that? I think part of it comes back to we start comparing ourselves to others. Mm, it's we, true. We, we start, a, our journeys are never going to be the same. No. So you and I share a lot of stories about what we've been through. Oh, yeah. I don't want somebody to ever compare themselves. Well, you know, they're, they're at this part of the journey that they're sharing with me, and mm -hmm. I want to be there. Great. Your path is not ever going to be the same as mine. No. Our, our paths are always unique. Now, can we get to similar end results? I think so. Absolutely. Um, your journey hasn't been the same as mine. No. Some of it's been the same, yes, but not everything. And But yet, here we are. <laughs> We're at the same point, but it took us different roads to get there. And so with, with that well-being part, with the superficial, mm -hmm. with the having that comparison. Yeah. I, I think is extremely unhealthy. I think it's unhelpful. I, I've been super guilty of it. I, no, I often look at other people and go, God, I want that. And it's fine. We're going to do that. That's natural human mm -hmm. behavior. Oh, of course it is. But understand that when you get to that point, and I truly think most people can get what points they want to if they put in the effort and the mm -hmm. work. Oh, and definitely. The, the fortitude. You can. But don't compare yourselves. No, please and don't. it's so tough to do. Please don't, especially uh, we live in a, and in, in, this could be elsewhere, but I I see it more in Utah. I have lived outside of Utah. Mm -hmm. um, I lived in Texas for a while and came back. And it it is pretty prevalent here compared to Texas. Now, I can't say elsewhere, but we compare ourselves to all the people around us. It's keeping up with the Joneses. Yep. The, the, the neighborhood you live in, you know, is, 
is my yard as nice and pretty as their yard Have is. I done the landscaping? Right. Um, you know, oh, look, he's got a nice deck. I better build myself a bigger deck. And, you know, that kind of stuff. Or, hey, that mom is really on top of it. Her makeup's done every day. Her hair's done every day. She takes her kids to 20 athletic events. And, and you know, I, I want to be that person. And that's okay. You can want to attain that. But don't beat yourself up because you're not there. Mm-hmm. That's their journey, and that's where they are in their journey. You may think it makes them happy. I really don't think it makes them happy. And, and I, that's I think true. they're painting a picture in their mind, mm-hmm. but they're not being honest with themselves. Most of the time when I, I've come across friends, uh, especially that are in, I, I have a lot of mom friends, mm-hmm. and I, I can tell you when, when they talk to me behind closed doors or we go off and have <laughs> dinner or something, 99% of the time, it's not making them happy. Right. They, they think, well, my, my kid's happiness means a lot to me. And and not selling that short. I, I think it's it's a key component of life. Any family member you have mm-hmm. that you value, you're going to want them to be happy. It's true. But if you're happy, they're going to see that, and therefore they're going to portray that a little bit, um, especially with kids. Yeah. If, let's say, the 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 parents staying together for the kids. They don't love each other. They're not happy. There's resentment and hatred and everything else. And you stay together for the kids. Well, guess what? The kids see it. I come from a household mm-hmm. of divorced parents. Yeah, and I don't. So there we are, different levels. I can tell you, as a child, we're we're extremely perceptive. Oh, yeah. And we may not have known what was going on to the extent, uh, eventually it, a lot of it came out. There's a lot that does not, uh, that I'll never understand. Not my place to understand. No, it's not. I, I It's funny because I have made peace with it. My, my siblings as a whole, we've all made peace with mm-hmm. it. My parents, it's kind of weird. They, they, there's still a lot of deep-seated feelings there that, they need to deal with on, on a regular basis. I, and it just makes me laugh because I'm like, you know what? Time to let it go. Yeah. Just the situation's long since gone. I, I mean, my, my parents got divorced when I was like 15, 16-ish. Yeah. Uh, Start, I think it started about 14. It, it was a long process. I can promise you, at 40, 42, 43 years old, mm-hmm. there are lessons I learned through that. Oh, I'm sure. There are certain parts of my personality, my belief on relationships, but a large part of it isn't based on what happened with them. Some of it is, not all of it, but there's a lot of things I've come to terms with as myself as an adult that I'm like, honestly, this is what I want. This is what I don't want. This is what I will accept. This is what I won't accept. There's other people that I have been with share that, and that's fine. Right, and... Therefore, that's why you're not with them anymore. Exactly. Yep. So this week's challenge. Yes. Let's, let's do it, Ian. Let's show this out there. Now, this is going to be based on, I want you to pick out three things that you need to be honest with yourself about. That'll be a tough one. And this could be a potentially scary prospect for people. Mm-hmm. I am still doing it on a regular basis. I think and we all are. Yeah. It gets easier. Mm-hmm. A lot of the things we've talked about, it gets easier the more you do it. It does. Now, mm-hmm. are there some things I've talked about? I compartmentalize things. I put it off to the side. I do the same, yeah. I. It's human nature. Mm-hmm. I really do truly believe that. But start with things that are simple. 
mm-hmm. but will make an impact on you. Yeah. And go through and say, okay, A, B, C. These are my three things right here. And if you can only think of one or two, great. Okay. But, you know. But it's a starting point. It is a starting point. And that's why we do these, is we want you to just start down this path. Correct. And we're hoping this helps you start down that path. Uh, hopefully you're getting some value from the challenges that we throw out there. Correct. And as you go through these three things, I want you to also detail out if I did, you know, part one, two, three, four, however many parts you can think of. Mm-hmm. And, and take a little time. I encourage, we, we both encourage, write oh, yeah. it down. Yes, write it down, record it, do something. And even if you need to find an accountability buddy, you know, in, in this, I, I think accountability partners are fantastic they in are. things. They are. I, my, mine a lot of the time is you. <laughs> we do, we do hold each other accountable for a lot of stuff. And the other part too is I, I, that's why I write things down, put them on to-do lists. Mm-hmm. I, I put them on calendars is at the end of the day, if it's yeah. checked off. Exactly. It's done. I, <laughs> Technically I, I, it's may, done. may not be pretty, but <laughs> it's done. And as you go through these things, identify them out, detail them out. I think you're going to find if I do this, it's going to impact how others view me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree with that. And I would be real curious to have people's feedback on is they go through and look at these things, when they make these changes, how is it going to impact how others see them? And I want you to think about that. I want you to visualize it. Again, I don't want you comparing. No, no comparisons. I want you to just look at if I do this, how is it going to make me feel Mm -hmm. internally? And then what are the changes that can happen because I do this? That's great. Maybe it's you stop (laughs) saying yes to everything. That's a hard one. Maybe it's you just say, you know, <laughs> I can do this in three to four weeks. Mm-hmm. I am notorious for it. I can do it in between terms. <laughs> You're really good at saying that. <laughs> Sorry, then, I don't have time. And then in between terms, it's like, well, maybe not. <laughs> I, I really try to, I now, I will say, you know what? I've already got ABC done, you know, mm-hmm. to do. Mm, it, it's going to be probably a few weeks beyond that. Right. And you know what? Yeah, You're more honest person if you're just, don't overcommit yourself. It just, you're going to be happier. I laugh. I tell people, you know, people are like, well, we need to go have lunch. We can, but I'm not going to be able to do it for... It's going to be a while. For a good while. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'd prefer that honesty. I actually had a friend we've been trying to get together for coffee mm-hmm. for forever. And we reconnected again and she's she was just honest with me. She said, you know what? It's probably going to be three, four months down the road before I have time to okay. do that. And I was like, great, we'll do it then. And... Appreciated the honesty. There wasn't that. Let's do it next week. Oh, nope, can't. How about this? Instead, she was just honest. But I bet it impacted how you viewed that. It 100% impacted it. So that's the challenge for this week. Sounds great. And uh, thanks so much for spending time with us, as always. If you have anything, reach out to us that you want to talk about. Yes, please. If you want to drop us a note, give us feedback. Uh, Also, again, the email, questions at newday-podcast.com. That goes to both of us. Or just reach out on social media, and we're happy to talk. Sounds good. Okay. Have a great week, everyone. Bye.